0: Hello and welcome to The Praying Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Karine Cash, and on today's episode, I'm as always excited to have joining with me today, my wonderful, handsome husband of almost 15 years, Mr. Ronnie Cash.
1: Hello, hello, here I am.
0: (laughs) Welcome, 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 welcome. So on today's episode, we actually, you know, entered into a conversation and we were just talking about the little things when we first started dating and how a lot of those things sometimes can get lost when you're approaching, you know, for us, for almost 15 years. For some people, you might be approaching seven years um, and you're finding, yourself, just kind of not having the same kind of conversations that you had with your spouse before. And so we wanted to do an episode and my husband actually came up with the wonderful title, which I think is amazing, and he calls it Getting Back to Basics. Mm -hmm. So, and I'll let you kind of tell our audience what was going through your mind.
1: Well, I mean, right now, me and my lovely, lovely wife are doing (laughs) a marriage couples class at our church. And the funny thing is, you know, sometimes you be like, Oh, if if you tell someone that you're doing a couples thing, they think, Oh, you're doing therapy, or you doing right. counseling, are you guys okay? And you know what? <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty we were in a pretty good place when we started. Um, yeah. we're probably even better now. You I know, mean, I would encourage every married couple to probably every once in a while go through uh if they have something at their local church or some kind of marriage seminar, yeah, probably do that. And yeah. yeah, it was just was interesting because they were talking about some things that we covered even in our premarital uh, counseling that we did at our church. Yes. And it was just interesting that it was some of the same stuff we were supposed to be thinking about before we got married. And we're like, okay, wow, this is still stuff to consider. Because, you know, sometimes you will get married and... You think, okay, I did it. I'm done. I've accomplished. Right. I've won the race. I mean, for a guy, you know, it's like, oh, he's won the prize. It's it's done. The work is over, but for sure, the work is just beginning. And for us, is like, for as long as we've been married, 15 years almost, sometimes the things that we used to consider, even when we were first dating, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you're thinking more about... Okay, what am I doing to make sure I don't either offend this person or even when you're you're trying to do things for each other? Say, okay, well, I wonder what she likes in this, or right, I wonder... right, or oh, and and you're paying attention to these things, but you know as you go along and familiarity is 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 what what occurs you start to be like oh well, well yeah i yeah, mean yeah
0: i don't need to open that door and anymore and you st- you stop
1: worrying about mm-hmm. those things that you 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 do the things for the person that you you love or you you say you love so yeah, yeah i
0: mean that that is so true because i know a lot of times you may hear and because it is true that don't forget to date your spouse. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't neglect those things just because you got the ring now and, you know, you said your I do's and now you're living together. The purpose of dating isn't just to win the prize. Like you said, win the prize of saying, okay, let's get married. So yeah. now that we're married, there's... We can't do it anymore. It's literally to continue to build a relationship. It's building that relationship with your, at that time, soon-to-be spouse. Mm -hmm. And now that they're actually your spouse now, it's even more important that you continue to date. This is true. And so, yeah, one of those things I think when we talk about back to the basics is date. (laughs) Continue to date with or without kids. I mean, if you have no children, two children, 20 children... Remember, the kids are going to grow up. They are their own people. They will grow up and they will leave the home. And it mm-hmm. will just be you and that spouse you said, I do too. And the worst thing, and I and I know, you know, if we look at statistics, this is really something that's prevalent where, you know, after the house is empty, you know, and the, the, the spouses are now empty nesters, they call them, the divorce rate kind of goes higher. Because in that time, you've spent so many, you know, hours and weeks and just investment and care and worry about the kids Mm -hmm. that your relationship has now suffered or even been completely depleted. And now you look and you're like, who is this person that I'm married to? Like, I have to be stuck in a house with them now. (laughs) And it's usually because, you know, we not to say we don't put the effort in, but I think we forget the basics.
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure, when it comes to uh, marriages where there are kids involved, it's definitely, like, got to be number one, like, a focus point that you try to go out and and do things together as a couple without the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to actually teach your kids that, hey, mommy and daddy have a relationship with each other. That happened before you guys. That's the reason you guys are here in the first (laughs) place. That's right. That needs to be nurtured and continue to be nurtured. Uh, but I even think for the couples without kids, it's even important for them to think about it now. Because if you're not dealing with the whole kids situation, if you're just two uh, married couple and it's just you guys, you could get into the whole workaholic thing. Where mm. because you you know because when it's not that, a lot of times people don't have kids because they say, "Oh, I want to focus on my career now." And right. you can focus. You could have a uh, two two hustle hustlers. You have the two hustlers who who trying to make it, you know, trying to, to do big things and have careers, which is great, but sometimes the actual relationship with each other can get lost in that process too, where they, you know, they spend more hours at work, you know, or spending more hours, you know, just trying to, you know, make a living and not realizing that, you know, the experiences with your spouse is a part of that living that you need to focus on as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the culture we live in now, it's hustle you know hustle all day and you know grind all day you know you and it's like and yeah. no no rest or no time for what i consider the some of the finer things in life some of the, the experiences is going to come from spending time with the one you love
0: so very true so very true and you know my husband mentioned we are taking this class and it's it's always a great reminder of some of the just simple things that we can oftentimes forget um, or take for granted just because, you know, we're living with each other every single day. We're experiencing life together every single day. So, I mean, just some common courtesy Things of just remembering to be nice, yeah. like re- remembering to to say thank you um, for for the things that now we we take for granted because they, it's almost like yeah I expect you to do that I, I expect you to care for the kids I expect you to you know make me breakfast I expect you to go take out the trash and yes there's there's levels of expectations and I actually think expectations was one of the chapters in in the <laughs> book because because the class actually came with the book but. They don't have to, like you have to remember, they're still, they're still their own person and everything that they're doing, they're still, they're doing it out of love. They're doing out of respect. And we cannot ever take for granted our spouse. Don't take for granted the little things that they're doing for you. Don't take for granted the moments that you have together with or without kids. Um, because those, those are things that'll go a long way. And I think oftentimes, we just let them slip by. We, we do subconsciously or unconsciously or whatever it is, but we take it for granted. And so it's like, don't forget. Don't forget the gratitude. Don't forget the text message, you know, or, or a hug before your spouse goes out the door for work or, you know, just checking in on them in the middle of the day. How are you doing? How is your day? Um, just small things like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I always tell the kids, especially when it comes to like, if, I, if I'm if i going around the house and I'm finding a candy wrapper here, a chip bag there, an empty box of something there. And I'm like, hey, hey guys. Guys, they say there's no maid and no no butler in this house. I say <laughs> you got to clean up after yourselves and you got to you know because I mean sometimes they 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 come to expect that okay if I'm not doing if I'm not doing that, daddy and mommy will do that. But then you know we are teaching them to honor honor the house and honor you know each other by you know taking care of those things. And it's the same way with your spouse you should do because even as they're doing those things for you. They're honoring you, and you know you should honor them with the gratitude and sh- and show that uh that appreciation back towards them. You know, in this house, you know, we're both busy people. We both have a lot of things going on. So anytime we get to do things for each other, it's it's a blessing, and we gotta show each other that we're blessed by what they're doing for us. Because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they taking time out of their day they busy schedules to do these things, and we always appreciate those things, so for sure.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, another one of the chapters, too, in the book, you know, and it's really some great stuff, but it talks about conflict, and there's one, like, on communication, and it's interesting because it also goes through, you know, ask certain questions. Some of them I was, you know, happy to say, oh, no, like, we don't we don't, we don't deal, not to say we don't deal with that as an issue, but you know, it was, it was good to see that we were in a good place. But then there were other questions that really made me pause and be like, well, yep, that is something definitely that either one of us or both of us Mm -hmm. could work on and should work on. Um, It's funny when you in your mind might think your relationship with your spouse is at a certain point, but if, you know, someone from the outside were just to come and ask basic questions, simple questions, or something like that. You'll realize, wait a minute, what's going on, <laughs> or or wait, that's what you were thinking, or you know that like, oh, I didn't realize that was a problem. And so, it's it's very important too that you always have an open line of communication.
1: Yeah, like you said, hearing certain things that they would discuss them, like oh, because I think as you get comfortable around each other, sometimes you get comfortable with a certain behavior,
0: uh, or you just come yes. to just
1: it just. You know, that's, that's normal. It's, mm-hmm. You tolerate it and it becomes like it's normal. I mean, it's been happening for years, I think, you know, even with like, even with my mom and dad, when I saw them, certain things that would go on, like, you know, if, if my dad would do something or, or say something or act a certain way, my mom would just just shrug her shoulders and, and let it, you know, but I'm pretty sure it, it may have hurt her and vice versa with both of them, you know, certain things, certain behaviors we pick up over time. And if they're not addressed and
0: mm-hmm. they're not say
1: hey... If the person that that gets offended say hey that offended me or hey that hurt me you know it just left and the person who made the offense uh is just thinking okay it was cool i could just act this way and it's all fine but going through the the different things that we've we've been learning recently and it's like oh wow and we we have to stop and take check and figure out okay is this thing that i'm doing bothering you or is this way i'm if i behave a certain way in this moment is that bothering you you know i mean right really really assess yourself and we have, I mean, I don't want to say too much about it because it's, it's for our group, but it always, they always tell you to not, not criticize the person. the person. Talk yeah. about yourself, as in talk about what what's going on with you. Because this is really the first way you should look at anything. Look within, you know, look yes. within to yourself.
0: <laughs> look inward. Um, okay. So, and then even two things there, but one before, before I forget, because you did make a point um, of the circle and it's so important even during or especially during times of conflict, instead of it really uh, being a you, 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 like you're the problem, you always do this, you always focus it on an I. Don't come out of the gate finger pointing on, you know, it's really what it is. It's more of a, I feel this way when this happens. I think, you know, this, I, I that. You, you don't ever want to... You know, just point blame, be like, you're always doing this and this is it because it, it presents a defensive like it's you, you come in automatically and your spouse is defensive and you won't get as many answers that way. But even back to what you're saying, yes, it's it's important that you communicate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have to continue to open up the lines of communication In your marriage, and I'm so happy that, you know, we've started almost of this kind of like a tradition thing. My husband does it more than I do, but like going for walks. Not only is it like good for both of our health, but it's really a time where we can... Stop and kind of Well not stop We're walking But talk to each other About you know how is your day And sometimes You know The little one She's with us And she wants to either You know Just <laughs> be in her stroller Or ride, a ride bike. her a bike <laughs> But at least It's that time Where we We are talking To each other um, Because you know If we think about it I have a long day He has a long day By the time Our long days are done Now the kids Are home from school mm-hmm. And now the kids Want to talk to us About their day And then we're dealing With homework And now Oh it's time for dinner and now it's time for bath and time to put everyone to bed. And then, Hey, let's finish, get some more work done. And if you think about that and then it's sleep time and the day starts all over again. And it happens for a lot of us, if we're honest, especially in today's society where, you know, it's like work, work, work. And the problem is it's little time for us to communicate. So finding ways where you can have that, you know, find that time just with your spouse where you're just, Hey, how are you?
1: Yeah, I mean... How are you
0: doing, right? Like, mm -hmm. how are you feeling? Are we still good? You know, is there something that I'm doing that you you don't necessarily like? Like, don't be afraid to have those candid conversations.
1: Yeah, definitely. The tough conversations, they have to be had. That's like another part of the communication we were dealing with, with with the conflict, you know. People always say, oh, conflict is bad. It's always going to end negatively. It could, if you don't have the skill set or the tools, you know, you need to communicate properly and to Uh say what you you want to say without... To win in a negative way and a criticizing way, yes, it could. But it also could reap a whole bunch of benefits. It also could be what saves a marriage or what um, resurrects a marriage that was almost dead. It could very much, you know, change and and change the whole direction of what you and your spouse's relationship is going through. And for sure, that's the positive side of of People always used to say, like, if you if you're not having arguments, then you're not growing. This is true, because if you just Everyone's just sitting on how they feel and they're just You're mums the word or they're just, yeah. you know, just letting it lie. Like I said before, no one knows what they're doing, if it's wrong or whatever. So it, it, the conflict has to happen. The conversations have to happen.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we we know this very well from experience. You know, we, we went through something that was a huge conflict. Uh, but I would say that we have made it through that even stronger. And, and I think that's a part of what, what you were just saying, like, if you're not arguing, you're not, and I don't like to say arguing, but it's like, if you're not facing conflict, you're, you're not growing. Like conflict Mm -hmm. is, is definitely one of those ways that you can grow. So look at it as an opportunity. Um, Don't look at it as, oh, we're always in, you know, fights or anything like that. Try to get to the root of, if you are, you know, in a marriage where you're constantly fighting each other, like, what is the root of that problem? Mm-hmm. what what is really what and it might take you taking a couple of steps back all the way back you know to the do, do you even like me like is there what did i do did i was there a point may it may have been weeks ago years ago even of something i may have said something i may have done um that may have offended you but all that goes back to not being afraid to have tough conversations and calm conversations
1: right i was just going to uh, when you were done, i was going to say that um basically you would have to sit down with your spouse and be like okay i want to have this conversation but let's lay some ground rules we're not going to raise our voices no we're,
0: yep we're not no gonna, shouting
1: re- we're going to say our pieces everyone's going to listen not interrupting not trying to get defensive and trying to attack one point of the whole conversation that our, our significant other is trying to communicate. we're gonna to listen to the whole thing and then we'll you know basically go back and forth until we work out through the work our way through the conflict. yeah, definitely rules have to be laid. and I mean it's it doesn't matter how old you get. When it gets to something, especially if it's a touchy subject, you still will turn into a little child. We, all, you grown adults, will act like little kids, get petty. Oh yeah, and Petty you know, Street you're a is straight... always
0: filled. For sure, the so. roads are filled like a Times Square. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it's it's true. And laying those ground rules, number one, and most importantly, following the ground rules, right? Yeah. Cuz sometimes it's easy to say, hey, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that, and then the conflict starts and the <sighs> argument starts and it's something else.
1: Or or you're laying the ground rules, but you're really saying this is the rules for you. I can do what I want to do, but this is your rules. This, so exactly. you don't do, you don't criticize me and whatever. But I could say it back to you. I could criticize you. Exactly.
0: Whatever. Know that yeah. the rules are for everyone. They're house mm-hmm. rules. You have to follow. Uh, both of you would have to follow the same exact rules. And I think it's very important. Um, like you said, no shouting, no name calling, absolutely no. none. You don't want to ever be in a position where you're being disrespectful verbally to your spouse. No, I don't. Even if it's something that you guys are used to, I would encourage you to quit it right now. You should never, ever, ever, ever be disrespectful to your spouse. And that's husband or wife um because your words literally as the bible says your words can kill. Yeah. Right? Your your words and they're once spoken, you can't even put them back into any bottle. They're they have been spoken. So you want to be very careful about what you choose to say and you want to, you know, as the bible again says, in your anger sin not. It didn't say you couldn't be angry. It said be calm. <laughs> Almost yeah. like just yes, you can be upset about a problem, but be adultish enough Yes, I'm going to say that. Be adultish enough. Sometimes it's hard for us to hear that.
1: Adulting is hard.
0: It is. It's Mm -hmm. especially when you think or know you are in the right (laughs) in this particular situation. It's very hard to give up your right to be calm. Um, And, you know, I think we we talked about that, too. I think it was with forgiveness. And it's Mm -hmm. one of the things is because we feel like we're just letting the other partner get away with stuff. Mm -hmm. And that makes it hard for us to forgive, that makes it hard for us to be calm, that makes it hard for us to let go of little things. It's like, no, but they're gonna get away with it.
1: Yeah, you're not you're not you're definitely not letting them get away with it. Right. But you're choosing to forgive them. It's another choice, just like love is a choice, you know. You chose to love, you know, if you if you're operating in feelings, then it's definitely not gonna last. So it's choice you're making every day or every week, every month. To continue to love and also when it comes to forgiveness, when that needs to be something you give to your spouse, you choose to give it to them and definitely always will be for the better that it will always be a positive outcome when you choose forgiveness.
0: Yes, 100%. So, I mean, just wrapping up here, just a couple of reminders. We're saying, you know, get back to the basics. Just go back to the point where you actually liked your spouse, <laughs> um, where you dated. Don't don't forget to say little things like, thank you. I appreciate you. I'm grateful um, for you in my life. I'm sending little notes here and there. Just being uh, calm during conflicts and looking at conflicts as an opportunity for you to grow. Mm-hmm. Continuing to have that open line of communication with your spouse. Not being afraid to you know, talk about those tough topics and have those tough conversations. And it is, of course, forgiveness, forgiveness as a choice, the same way love is a choice. It's an action. Um, and it's saying I'm going to do this in spite of. Yes. Um, one thing I do want to leave you guys with, and this was something that that we heard at, at another marriage conference. Uh, and again, like my husband said, continue to go to marriage seminars and training classes. Like it's it's good to continue to build, to build up, to listen to um, different things uh, that you hear, to continue to just hear things to help you to edify your marriage. And so, uh, but the the one thing that we we did hear was when it comes to conflicts or an issue. Instead of allowing this issue to come in between and to separate you and your spouse, if you're dealing with something, always look at this issue outside of your marriage, as in remove it from between you, put it in front of you. And Mm -hmm. it's something that you both will tackle together. Yes. So if you have a problem with whatever it is, instead of saying, my spouse has this problem, we have this problem that we are going to fight together. And that's that's all, that, that's all that we have for today.
1: Yes, I just want to encourage you guys to just keep working on it. I yes. was talking with my friend and he was like, asking me, you know, what's the secret, you know, to being together almost 15 years? I said, work. It's <laughs> work, right. work every day. I mean, like, it's just like a job. You know what I mean? You go to a job and you expect to get paid at any week. But if you stay home and do nothing, you can't get paid. So as you work on your marriage, you're going to get paid with uh, the reward of uh, love and uh, joy and fulfillness, you know, and and just happiness within your within your relationship with your spouse. And
0: then the one thing that we've heard um, recently um, at, at this church is if you're not working on your marriage, you're working on...
1: Your divorce. Yeah.
0: If you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce. So, so work
1: on your marriage, guys. Work
0: on your marriage. And I want to thank my husband. And even in this moment, just give you... The thank you so much for being so awesome and for sticking with it for, you know, the 15 years that we've been together (laughs) and being a wonderful husband and father and, and just my honest to goodness best friend. And so I love you always and forever. Love you too. I can't wait for date night at the end of the month. And um, yeah, that's all we have. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Praying Wife. Remember that you can always visit us online at theprayingwife.com. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. You can also um, subscribe on any of the audio platforms that you would prefer, Spotify or Pandora or Google or Apple, all of the podcast systems out there. I want to thank you guys so much for your support. If you have any questions, if you need prayer at any time, you can reach out to support at theprayingwife.com or pray at theprayingwife.com also you can send us a message on Facebook we have a private group that you can request to join um, or you can just like and follow the page either on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We're all there and know that we're always praying for you as always. Remember that you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are made in the image of God and you are loved. God bless you. And we will see you next time.